Today's year is Daf Kuf Yud Bet. We will begin, however, on Kuf Yud Aleph Amud Bet. A few lines from the bottom, uh, approximately uh, 12, uh, where the Gemara is discussing Amar of Yosef. Hani Tzvat Mili Yahav Arbona Linahora. The following three things cause blindness to a person. Number one, Mandisarek Beshayavesh, a person who combs his hair without moistening it. Uman Bishati Tiftif, a person who drinks the last drips that come out of a barrel. Uman Desai Mastani, a person who puts on his shoes, Azimaitene Kara, while his feet are wet. If you put on your shoes while your feet are wet, good, that's a problem. Now, says the Gemara. Kali bebeta kashi aniuta. Person who has a basket in his house and you hang it, it causes poverty. If you hang up your basket, you're hanging up your um your mizonot. That's only the bread. You're allowed to hang it because it's normal to hang it, even though we're talking about hanging it, uh, uh, suspending it from the ceiling is not a problem because it's normal to suspend it, I guess, in cases of like a salami you'll hang from the ceiling or a dried fish, it's normal. But bread is not normally hung from a ceiling and therefore it causes unuse. If you have bran in your house, which means if you make bread, including bran in it. Bran is very, very cheap. Nowadays, people put bran in to have fiber. However, however, in the older days, that was a way of cheapening out on the bread. When you put it, add into the flour, you add into the flour a, um, a mixture of bran. So it says, If you have bread scraps in your house, little pieces less than the kazite, and you're saving them, uh, use, it also causes unusual causes of poverty. Okay? On Wednesday night and on Shabbat night, and Tuesday night, what? I don't think so. Okay, no, the answer is no. I'll talk to you later. I'm on the, on the phone. Okay? Okay. The name of the demon that's in charge of food is called Nakit. Naval The name of the uh, of the angel of poverty is called Naval. Which means that if you put a plate over a barrel opening, it brings poverty. Which means when the people in okay, so now, like we said, there's two demons. There's there's a demon in charge of poverty whose name is Dirty, and the the the, the demon in charge of or the angel in charge of food is called cleanliness. When a person uh, is very clean in his house to clean up old crumbs and not leave these things on the floor. So Hashem gives him uh, wealth. On the other hand, if you're dirty with things, then Hashem sees that you're not 
careful, and he says, if you're not careful, this is what we do with the money I give you. Nandishati Maya, Gitsai, Kashi the Brukati. Person drinks water from plate. He brings Brukati, which is an eye disease, ophthalmological disease. The Achil Tahali Vulomashiyadi, a person who eats certain types of greens without washing his hands. Nafid Platin, you mean he has to be worried for 30 days, which means that he's going to end up having uh, anxiety without knowing why. If you, if you um, take, have your blood taken without washing your hands, you'll end up being anxious and, and uh, have anxiety for seven days. If you cut your hair without washing your hand, the Vahid Flatiyami. Hold on, hold on one second. Hi, Manny. The Shakil Tufri Vilomashiade, if you cut your nails without washing your hand, Khadyama, you have to be you'll be have anxiety for a day. In all these cases, you're not going to realize why you're so nervous, but you're nervous because you, didn't, you weren't careful with these things. If you put your hand on your lip, it causes, if you put your hand on your upper lip, it looks, makes you look nervous. You see a person with his hand on his lip, it causes him look, to look nervous. You put your hand on your forehead, Rash is a punta, is a metach, a forehead. Rashbam says it also brings you towards sleep. Kana, we learn. Uchlin umashkin tachadamita. You can leave food and drink under the bed. Many people know this. Afilim mechupin bekleibarzil. No matter what it's covered with, ruach laashore alehem. It causes an evil spirit to come on him. They become tamer. Kana rabbanan lo yishte adam ma'im. Person should be careful with water, not on whether on Tuesday night or um, Friday night. If you drink water on those nights, it's your problem because of the danger. Now we're gonna that's talking about if you don't have a light. My second if he's thirsty, what should he do? He has no water. So you can, there's a couple of things you could say. Nema you could say the the following pesukim that I mentioned in Tehillim, which we, by the way, incidentally, include in our um, we include in our Kabbalah Shabbat. Who just said that? So that, that statement that you say, that we mentioned in, in, in Kabbalah Shabbat allows you to drink water on Friday night without any danger. The e law lemahi. What if you can't say that? Let's say you couldn't get the shul. So you say the following: Lul shafan anigron and daron ben kochvei yatzavta ben bal eshmena azilna. I go in between the stars and I walk in between 
thin and fat people. Okay. If you eat law, and if not, you can't say that. You forgot that to say. If you have people with you, you should wake them up and tell them, you should say, Shlomo ben Abraham, whatever your name is, is thirsty for whatever. I understand, and you say, and you drink. You can't do that because no one with you. What do you do? So you shake the barrel and then you drink. That's not as that's not as good, but you might it might convince the demon that you're not alone. If not, throw something into the water, then you drink. Person can't drink water from a river or a pond, and if you drink, it's your problem because of the sakana at all at night. My sakata sakana shmini. The problem is that if you do that, you might end up with blindness. Now, we eat sachi What happens if you're thirsty? If there's someone with you, you should say to him, so-and-so, and so-and-so, your name is thirsty for water. He should say that so-and-so, meaning your name, your mother, my mother told me, is the Hamashviri, Shviri, Riri, Riri, Yiri, Ri. Beware of these things. Therefore, I'm drinking water in new pottery cups. Uh, okay. Uh, as long as that's it, everyone. And uh, I didn't say anything from the machine. Harry knew all this ready for a while. So let's keep going. Now, um, we said in the Mishnah that even from the Talmudi, a person is entitled to four cups, which means you, a person shouldn't think that uh, you need four cups if you're wealthy and you can afford it, you have four cups. But if a person is poverty-stricken and he has to support himself from the community charity organizations, of which there are a couple, the, the, there's a mandatory one and a voluntary one. The Tamchui is a mandatory one, which they only give the minimum minimum to every Ani. Even someone who's being supported from that charity fund is still entitled to four full cups and should not get away with just one cup. Or is it Shita? Of course. Was that a question? Hold on. Ivan, you have a question? Ivan, not there. Okay. Pshita, it's obvious, of course. Okay. So, in general, we're keeping of the opinion that a person is better off passing on all Shabbat delicacies rather than taking it from a charity. And therefore, if a person is just going to go through Shabbat with just bread and no extra uh, meat or wine or any extra tahini or whatever else it costs him, but uh, if he's successful charity, he will have it. Revere keepers of the opinion that you're better off not taking the charity and, and make Shabbat like a weekday. However, even he agrees that when it comes to taking wine for the four cups since it's Pesumenisa that overrides the ability that overrides the prohibition 
again, not taking charity, and therefore it's not a prohibition, but the recommendation, and therefore he's recommending taking it, even Rabbi Akiva. So in a way, you see the four cups a little more important than <coughs> extra food on Shabbat. What's the story? Tanad de Be'eliyahu. We have a story from an Eliyahu and Avi that says the following. Even though Rabbi Kiva says, make your Shabbat weekday and do not be dependent on people, you're allowed to make a small dish in your house for the Shabbat, which means you have to have one small thing. What's that? You have to at least have these small little fried fish, which are very cheap. You have to push yourself to take at least that or to make enough money for at least that, depending on how you learn the Gemara. Now, Kitasam, we learned in the Mishnah. The Bidabin Tamao man, and the Oz Kanaman, the Kazakan, the Shivanat, the Vibu, or Kreen, so it's only or Shabbat. Person has to be swift as a deer, he's got to be bold as a leopard, and light as an eagle, the Yibor Kari, and strong as a lion, to do what Hashem wants. That means they have to push yourself hard. To, to have extra things for Shabbat. person shouldn't say, hey, I have enough money right now. I can have bread. Rabbi Akiva lets me ha- make Shabbat like a weekday. So I'll just, I'll just eat the bread. But if you have another job or could work yourself, even though it's exerting, you should work yourself to make sure that your Shabbat does not end up like Rabbi Akiva was mentioning Shabbat. Says the Gemara, Tanurama Rabbi Yeshua, the son of Rabbi Akiva, was taught seven things. Number one, number one, don't sit in the high part of the city and learn, because if you sit in a place where people see you, then they can disturb your learning. So always find a quiet place to learn. Don't live in a city where the people, the heads of the city are Tamidei Hahamim. Now, you would think that that's a good thing, but it could be that if they're busy with their learning, they don't do a good job taking care of the city. Others hold that if people are in charge of the city, then if rabbis are in charge of the city, they might, they might want him to be in charge of the city. And when he's in charge of the city, then that will also cause problems because you can't learn. Don't walk into your house quickly. Always knock before you walk into your house. Definitely into your friend's house. Do not walk around without shoes. Which means it doesn't look nice for people to walk around barefoot in public places. Okay? What else? Ashkema ve'okel, get up early in the morning to eat, pekait mechama in the summer because it's hot, uvachol mezima in the winter, you should get up because it's cold. These things, drain, being hot and cold in the summer and winter drains your strength and you need to get up early to eat. That's what we just said. Person can be lenient on the honor of Shabbat in order not to, to avoid taking charity. Always do business with a guy 
whose luck is good. When a person's luck is up, it's good to do business with somebody like that. I'm going to pop along. We don't mean to buy or sell to a guy like this. We're telling you to be, to try to partner up with him. Why? Because if you do a business deal with a guy who's doing very well in business, he's going to probably get the upper hand of the deal. However, if you partner with him, then you become on his side, and then, of course, you're the one who's going to get the, the top of the deal, because usually, Sha'am is a high flow when the guy is doing well, then he is able to spread that loss to his partners as well. The Hashdamar of The cows' udders are so full 
that he wants to feed the calf often more than the calf wants the nurse, even though the calf is gaining, but the cow is in such pain that it wants to give it over. Similarly, a rabbi with much Torah to give is in pain not to give it over, and he needs to. So Bishamur guy tells him back, guess what? That's nice that you really want to do it, but I'm in Sakana because if the, if the, if just like in your mashal, if the calf doesn't drink, then the calf is going to die. So I'm going to die also. And therefore, since I'm risking my life, therefore, teach me. I guess Rabbi Kiva agreed because he told him a few things. He says, in if you want to get choked, it's Levi Ilan Gadol, which means if you want, get choked, which means if you want to be involved of deciding halakha, which is like life and death, that's these questions call and getting choked, then make sure you hang out with a big rabbi. It's all three means a big rabbi. Ilan Gadol. When you teach your son, always teach him in a book that already doesn't have mistakes, because otherwise he'll learn mistakes. What does this mean? This is talking about something new, which means when he first starts learning, he has to make sure that his sifanim are clear. What the mistake goes in the wrong way into the kid's head, it stays there for a long time. Now, Rabbi Akiva also said, by the way, it's interesting that Rabbi Akiva is saying all these things. Uh, so I guess what, what, what's happening here is that Rabbi Akiva decided to give him secret lessons. So, hold on a second. Give him secret lessons. So since the Romans, I guess, are watching him and he's in prison, he cannot teach him straight up. And that's why when he wants to teach him lessons of Torah, he's telling him this way, he says, if you want to get choked, stand next to a tall tree. He's referring to, of course, like we said, choking meaning learning life and death halachot. And he's saying, whenever you teach you learn life and death halachot, make sure you connect to Ilan Gadol. Don't go to a regular rabbi for life and death halachot. You always have to go to the biggest rabbi around when it comes to a life and death halachot. But the way he's teaching him in such a riddle way, this way the Roman guard, I'm assuming, does not understand. He also said, Don't cook in a pot which your friend already cooked in. Now, this is a, a reference to getting married. My Nina, what's this? A person should not marry a divorced woman while her husband's still alive. The rabbi said, If a divorced man marries a divorced woman, then you end up thinking about different people in the in the bed. Persons, uh, the, the rabbis say that one of the things that brings Kiddushah to the house is a person thinking only about his spouse during relations. But since these two people both have uh, previous experiences with other people that was significant, that will cause thinking of other things which would have a negative effect on the children and the relationship. Kedusha wise. The Ebay Deva, 
some say it's not only by divorced people. I feel about my you shouldn't even marry a widow. Now, the reason why the rabbi said only divorced people is because divorced people are still thinking about their, they're still thinking about their ex-spouse because they're still alive. However, once a person passes away, so Hashem puts forgetfulness on the person, which is going to cause the person not to think about the last thing and not be a problem according to the first shot. The e by we're on the bottom of the page. I feel according to the second shot, even the almana. Why? Because not all fingers are the same. This is referring to the type of relations that people have are different, and therefore, you're talking about someone who will still remember other things. It's not as good. Changing about obviously, in some obviously every case is different, but this is the this is the optimum. Changing about mitzvah v'guf gadol. If you want to do a mitzvah and get a lot of money from it as well, ochel perot v'lot dachat. A person should lend money to your friend because he has property, which means if you lend money to somebody and you get part of the part of the profit, then you're going to do well and you'll be able to have profit. I need that to know. Which means that if you marry a girl who just converted, you might say something that will hurt her feelings. So this 
some say don't sleep on on uh, I mean, a woman is a, it means that if you sleep on a bed we're calling that like you're sleeping on a bed like an Armenian woman meaning without praying that that's like a goy or we're saying don't matter when we say don't sleep on the bed of an Armenian woman means a woman who used to be Armenian and she now converted don't sleep with her meaning don't marry her because she'll be very sensitive and you'll end up insulting her a lot the ikadami some say I think much. It means don't sit on the bed of an Armenian woman, really. Now, why would you sit on the bed? Over here, it doesn't, doesn't mean lying with her, sleeping or marrying her. It means don't sit on the bed ever. Literally, why not? Which reminds me of because of the story about, the famous story about Rapapa. Now, the story about Rapapa is an interesting story that there was this lady who uh, owed Rapapa a lot of money, and he was always coming to collect the money. So in order to get rid of him, she wanted to call him to, to, to rat on him to the police that he was a murderer. So what she did was she killed her son and she put him on the bed. And when, when, she, when her papa came to the house, she told him to sit on the bed until I bring you the money. So he sat on the bed. When she came back, she said, oh, he killed my son by sitting on him and he had to run away. Now... According to this jack, you're never supposed to sit on the bed at all because they might fall. It, 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 it was not a mashal. According to this jack, it's real. Don't ever sit on the bed of a goya. You never know what's lurking under the cup. Now, don't avoid paying taxes. Maybe they'll find you and take everything that you have. Don't get, don't stand in front of a bull when it comes out of the swamp. Why? She says, because the Satan is always around the bull at that point, which means that bulls go crazy and they're liable to charge you at that point. This thing you can't stand in front of a ox when it comes out of the water, that's only if it's a black tour. And it was during the days of Nisan. But during another time, there is no problem. The bull doesn't go crazy. Tani Reb Oshia. You have to stay away from a short time, 50 ama. If it's a store that already gored three times, you can't be in the sight of him. It's dangerous. A short time, only 50 ama. Even if a bull that you see is in its basket, be careful about this. Even if the head is in the basket, which means even if it's eating, these bulls, because of their testosterone, are very, very, um, very aggressive. And therefore, even if the head is in its feeding trough, Go up to the roof and throw down the ladder underneath you. Amarav, Nizza the Torah, hen, hen. The way to get a bull to move is by saying, hen, hen, yes, yes. This is the ara, zezeh. The way you cry for a lion is saying, zezeh. This is the gamla, da, da. The way you cry for a lion is, da, da. This is the arba, hilti, haya, haya. Okay, now these lines 
are ways to avoid having the animals run after you. You can say these things to get them to move. Now, I'm a buyer. Or dog, because Khamin, Ubetim, Bikinim, Levanim. Kulan, Kasim, and Devalachem. All these things cause Tarat. If you have skin, fish, cause hot water, eggs, lice, and white lice, all these things cause Tarat. Which means. Shoes, but in the darkness, my time, huh? 
Because any lady who after seven days bleeds becomes a Sava. And therefore, we're telling you, don't sleep with her on the night of the mikvah. Wait a night to make sure that she stops bleeding before you have relations. But of course, nowadays, where the woman will not become a Zava and she stopped bleeding ready for a while, we're not talking about that. So, there's three things that Yosef Yehuda taught Rebbe. Number one, don't go outside alone at night. Don't stand in front of a lamp when you don't have clothes on. Don't enter a new bathhouse, because sometimes in the bathhouse they used to have boards on the floor, and those boards can give way and you can fall in in a new bathhouse. How long is it called a new bathhouse that you shouldn't go into? For 12 months, we consider it a new bathhouse. Once it lasts 12 months, we know that it's solid, it won't collapse. What does it mean when it says don't stand without clothes in front of the candles? Person who stands in front of a candle without clothes Amr Lash, she told him 
לאו דמחז הלך ורקיע, הזהרנו בחנינא בתורתו, תקין תח. So she met the rabbi and she said, if I didn't hear in Shemaim, I have to be careful with you, I would have put you in danger now because you're out alone at night. Amar Allah, Shemchim, and Rosa told her, if you think that I'm chashuv in Shemaim, I'll tell you a new thing. In Gazorni, I decree on you that you should never come back to areas where people are. Amar Allah, please leave me a little spot. Why are you banishing me from areas where people are? Leave me some room. It's interesting how the Shin Dalit is begging Rebbechim and Dosa to do her job. So he agreed to let her come on those two nights. Because since those nights, people are usually not on the road because Friday nights they don't go anywhere. And Tuesday nights, They would stay in town anyway, because there's no reason to go here to take the Torah. Therefore, he let them stay. He let her go out and damage the people during those nights. One time she went Abaya, Amalek, he loved him because of her Kia, he's over with the Hamani, if not that I heard in Shemayim that I should be careful with the Hamani, which is Abaya by Nachmani, I guess. And it's Torah. Then, I'm a second that he would have damaged you. I'm a lach. In Hashem Merkia, he had the same response. She told him that you shouldn't be in any area. But what do you mean? But they do go. How come they didn't listen to Abaya? Abaya, so he answered, Ani Gizyatin Inu, the Shamshit Tusya, Those are Shindalid that walk through the, 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 the vineyards when their horses ran away and they came to bring the horses back. Which means that those aren't regular ones. Those came because of a special thing. Okay, we're going to stop over here on Kofi and Gimel at the words Abolera of Everything good, right? Over time? Beautiful. What time are you guys praying Shachrit tomorrow? Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, when do you learn? Binyamin, can we learn at 8? Is that okay?